0: You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Hey, uh, we probably heard that very far away, right? So, a big way, Power, What up? This is your boy, Al Mega, Comic Crusaders Podcast. Welcome. Today, today folks, we have an awesome, awesome combo creator. I mean, Homie is an artist. He's a writer. He's a graphic novelist kicking ass and taking names with a whole dope book out right now from Top Shelf slash IDW called The Farm System. Acronym though, folks. I right. You're going to learn all about this dope little concept and idea. It's a dope book. I'm up to like the third inning of it. I'm in the book. I'm digging it. I'm loving it. Let me introduce the one, the only, the multi-talented and future legend of comics, Mr. Rich Koslowski. How are you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm all right. Thank you. What an intro. Just that countdown was inspiring. I don't know. Can they see this? the countdown you do? The yeah, 10-9? they do everything. They
0: do that, everything. They, they that's see it amazing. <laughs> I
1: felt like I was in a, going into a boxing ring.
0: I saw you, you kept like, oh man, getting the pot, the ultimate warrior back in the day, ready me
1: shake the ropes,
0: get the energy going, yeah,
1: kid. You got, yeah, you definitely got the adrenaline going, that's awesome, here we go. Let's
0: get it, let's get it, man, yeah, you definitely got adrenaline pumping in, in this whole new project that we're going to get into shortly. But, you know, before we get that, let's see how you got all jacked up to introduce this whole crazy world to us. So, yeah. a bit about yourself, where you from, where were you raised at, and what was your first taste of fandom
1: okay yeah um born and raised in milwaukee wisconsin i took a little sojourn out to california for 10 years with my family just to get out of the weather but we're back in wisconsin now california was just a little rough on the pocketbook so we're back in our yeah a (laughs) little bit a little bit uh back in our hometown milwaukee wisconsin area menominee falls actually where i graduated high school um 54 years old graduated in 1985 Went to MATC for an art degree here, Milwaukee Area Technical College. My very first comic book, I was lucky. My dad ran the butcher shop at an old food store, PDQ Food Stores, which he eventually took over the store. But they had the comic book rack. And when I was a little kid walking by, about six or seven years old, I can vividly remember this memory of seeing those comics on the bottom shelf and just, what is that? And I have to have it. (laughs)
0: What are these so, cartoons on paper? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. What is? What are those things? And it was the Hulk and the thing in a boxing ring. giant oh, size cool. superstars number one.
0: You so still I had, have it? No. I, uh, great story.
1: I bought it that day. I had to go to the dentist. So my mom drives me to the dentist, and I'm reading it in the waiting for my turn. I get called in. They gas me up, do a little drilling, and I came out woozy, and I completely forgot about the comic. It stayed at the dentist's office. Halfway home, I freaked out. <sighs> mom my comic my comic and she's like richard we're not turning around to go get a 25 cent comic book and i it and i cried it was like 25 years later i was at a convention detroit motor city going through some back issues and i pulled up that comic and that memory flooded back to me i forgot all about it it was regret. you almost cried I, bet. <laughs> I did i was like oh my god that whole day came back and i'm like how much We had 20 bucks on it i'm like i'll give you 25 I have to. Yeah, hear I
0: don't it. know. It uh, yeah. here, here, here's a tip, man. You probably got it from that dentist's office. <laughs> yeah. So that, after that, funny.
1: it was, it was all, I was hooked. I was, every day I could go to the grocery store to say hi to dad and, and hi dad, and then go get, you know, oh, oh, of oh, every day you
0: went there to say hi to daddy, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, hey, pop <laughs> hooked. So up to, up to what age was those shenanigans going on in that store? Oh, or, or, or was that a, your whole youth?
1: Uh good five, six, seven years, the grocery manager would kick me out if I loitered too long. You know, they were separate, the butcher shop and the grocery shop. And then my dad bought the store and then I could I could do what I wanted. Eat hot dogs all day and read comic books. You could loiter all
0: day, no one could say a thing.
1: He'd make he'd make me go clean up, you know, outside, you know, at least go pick up outside, uh clean up the parking lot if you're gonna sit there and read those comics. So I earned it. I earned it. He earned those free reads.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> All right so well were you uh, uh, like a a lone wolf in school with, with your love of the culture and fandom, or, or did you have yourself a tribe?
1: I had a tribe, yeah, definitely oh, you we did. had Look at you. Yeah. one of the few
0: with a tribe, awesome,
1: oh yeah, it was a sh- little tribe, but i was I was a fun kid, I was outgoing uh, easy to get along with i loved I had a lot of energy, I could never sit still, which my teachers didn't always appreciate. I was always cartooning. <laughs> Always drawing instead of listening and doing my assignments, but I had a few friends that were also into comics and into art, so we would just That's after tough. school get, get sit and read our comics, do some bench pressing, and 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 yeah. uh, you know because we wanted to be the Hulk, uh, yeah. and then we draw. And some thought uh, before we draw, we draw yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was just uh, repeat, read comics, do some bench pressing, draw, repeat, repeat. <laughs> Hey, God,
0: do I I look like Lou yet?
1: (laughs) Never quite got that big, but, you know, who has besides him? Not many.
0: Oh, man, I met him in prison. Let me tell you, he's still menacing to this day.
1: (laughs) in his 70s, and he can still do those plank push-ups. It's crazy. Oh, yeah,
0: right? Embarrassing us, youngins.
1: of nature.
0: I mean, youngins compared to him. (laughs) All right, so you have this tribe. You're doing your thing uh when did the creative spark hit you rich well when, when did that moment in time happen when you said maybe i want to do this for real
1: It uh well i love drawing from little on and i in fourth grade i i clearly recognized that i could draw better than the other kids you know they hang up your art projects and you know your kids aren't stupid i'm like oh wow mine definitely look better and i really enjoy doing this and kids kids started to tell me oh you're such can you draw me a, a race car can you draw all right cool yeah can you draw me spider-man yeah yeah absolutely yeah, it's sure, 25 cents at the right. time i see comic
0: books Give me cheetos
1: maybe some smarties in there some okay, chocolate let's... milk at lunchtime <laughs> <laughs> exactly i wasn't dumb so but in seventh grade here i am reading comics now for quite a few years it was seventh grade that the worm turned and the light switch went on because I stopped just looking at the art and reading them. Okay. When John Byrne hit my senses oh. reading the X-Men, I was like, wait a minute, this is different. Why does this look different? And that's when I actually started paying attention to who drew the books. I looked at the credits. Who's this John Byron-y guy? You know, <laughs> know, What's going on here? And then, you know, that's when both? I started – Right. Oh, somebody so, writes these differently every time. There's a different writer. There's a different artist. There's a different inker. What the heck does an inker do? So then I started to really pay attention and I started to notice what artists I really preferred over others. And then I started following them. And then I started thinking, ah, this is my path. This is what I want to do. Seventh grade, I was locked in. And from there, it was no looking back. Absolutely. Serious? yeah.
0: Serious. All right. So how, how did you start taking the creative steps? You know, cause you're talking about seventh grade now, but now once you reach your, you know, you're 18, you're out of high school. What happened? What changed? What did you do in order to pursue the path?
1: I uh, went to art school. I felt I had to do that, even though nobody has ever asked me for my diploma. They just want to see the portfolio. <laughs> so okay, but I did learn there. It was a good two and a half year experience. I got it. Wait, wait. Seriously
0: with though, no one ever asked you for nope. anything to this day. No. Nope. No. Nope. Wow. Did you get
1: an art? Did you get what, a degree? What, Do you have a what diploma? What does that make
0: you think? Feel? How does that make you feel? Though, They like, shit, I I did everything for this damn document, and at the end of the day, no one ever asked for it.
1: <laughs> it's I hard, swear, damn it. <laughs> yeah, a little chagrined, a little miffed, but it was a good experience, and I did learn a lot about the printing side of it, okay. and I did, I did improve, so that helped. Um yeah when when parents ask me, do you recommend my son to goes to college? He wants to be an artist and I'm always yeah. like, <laughs> I like David. and i I don't know if I should really outwardly say yes or no and I teach yeah. part time at a, at a art college so I think yeah. it is beneficial, but it's not. Absolutely 100% always necessary, depending on what field yeah. of art you want to go into.
0: I would just say, let me see the art and I'll tell you, you got the chops to make it on your own. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And then it was just hitting the trail, man, to get in my portfolio and go into comic book conventions. Back then, yeah, there wasn't internet. So I did Oh, had...
0: shit. Back in the day, when you're carrying a, a, a book bag full of papers and standing online for hours and not being yeah. able to, you know, hopefully, hopefully you could submit or licking stamps. For, for yeah, exactly.
1: Ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh and I had to get uh the comic buyers guide and Wizard magazine was the only way you could where are conventions oh being held? And,
0: and guys, so you know when I say licking stamps, yeah, you guys are lucky you have self adhesive. <laughs> you know, back in the day we had to lick them
1: Yeah, right. And God
0: only knows what was on that
1: shit. Right, right, right. It's uh I'm sure it has affected us negatively, but at the time <laughs> these taste pretty good. Mom, I I'll lick all the stamps. Yeah. Hitting the pavement, though, going to the shows, meeting the editors, meeting the other artists, asking questions, but not being a pest and then showing them your stuff. And then at one point in 1995, 96, I mean, the bone was big. Self-publishing was big. And I thought maybe I can do that. And I took a leap and I self-published my first book, my comic book about about comic book geeks in the 90s. Yep, 96, How to Pick guess, Up Girls, uh, if, if You're a Comic Book Geek, was my first. No, that was 80s. you? Yes.
0: I remember that title. <laughs> that was fun.
1: That was a lot yeah, of fun. That was
0: the pimp players, you know, the nerdy pimp players right there, baby.
1: <laughs> and it was <laughs> full of practical advice mixed with a yeah, lot of in-jokes. And, and let's laugh at ourselves and have fun with ourselves. I never make fun of us. I always have to have fun with us fellow geeks.
0: Yeah, inside jokes. I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was popular, and then I le- it led to an ongoing uh, black-and-white series called The Three Geeks, and that got me in the door at, at Top Shelf. When I went to approach nice. them with the idea for a graphic novel, he was familiar with my books and the success Ooh. of them, so it opened the door. So self-publishing was my way in, I thought was a, a so, smart way. So, so compare the
0: compare then to the now when it comes to self-publishing. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a hell of a difference from when you first did it Big to, to this day and age.
1: Big, big, big difference, <laughs> especially with all the digital. And, I mean, it just seems like there's so much content out there, but it's harder to track. It's harder to keep track of all this going on. It's overwhelming. Uh, yeah. Back in the late 90s, there was the show circuit. You self-published. You did shows. That's how people found you. Uh, the catalogs, of course, through Diamond. But the more you hit the road and did the shows, and I was doing like 14 or 16 a year, and just building a fan wow. base, grassroots. It was in their hand. They could see it. It looked funny. They bought it. And uh selling, you know, hundreds of comics at a at a convention. Now I go to comic book conventions, and I don't think the volume is there anymore. Of just guys sitting at their tables selling that kind of volume. Oh no, wanted, no, 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 not at all. It's a little Bro. tougher in that regard.
0: I, I just went to the New York Comic Con, and you know, I was looking for comics, but I was lucky. You know, it, it was it, it's a small area as compared to the rest of the show but you know comic vendors have a corner and i found a plethora of of dollar boxes (laughs) bro (laughs) by the time the weekend was over i didn't realize i bought a short box worth of comics yeah easily I, I, I was just taking mounds of Conans that were in the dollar boxes—the Marvel, the Bronze Age ones. Yeah. Like, how could I fucking pass this up for a dollar? <laughs> that the, the guy, the guy at the booth was yeah. like, "Damn, you found your jam, didn't you?" I said, "Shit, you got more?" <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: I'll so, spend yeah. it all right now.
1: I wish I would have known because I just did a couple of local shows and I sold a whole run of Conans and a whole lot no, of Tamarzans and Shang Chi. How dare you say that to 50 me? Fifty each. I had Do you this. have any left? No.
0: Oh. Oh. oh my <laughs> God! You're killing somebody. Me, like bro. you
1: bought them all. Somebody like you bought them all. Oh yeah, they I would have happy. taken them I all.
0: I, I would know. have taken them all, bro. Fuck yeah! All right, that's all. Awesome. You see, folks, he sells his collection off to make sure they keep doing what he got to do. This is com. This is why I love comics. You know, yeah. this little thing that we have here is also a commodity, if you will. Yeah. When we- when we're in trouble. Comics could also save our ass in more ways than one.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, some of those that I bought for a quarter every once in a while on eBay. Oh, six hundred dollars I can get. For Isn't that comedy? crazy? Okay. Isn't that nuts?
0: Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We see, we come from the old school, rich. Okay. You know what I mean, yeah, we're there, we're there, bro. All yeah. right. So, talk about though when you got your first kind of really professional opportunity, something that was published that got put out there. How did you feel when that happened? How did it happen?
1: Okay, yeah, so backtracking a little bit, I self published The Three Geeks, but slightly before that, I was working in animation, doing TV commercials, little stuff. Oh, damn! Local local studio. Look at this
0: guy. He's a humble. I did some animation too. Wait, wait, wait. Where? What were you doing? What's popping here? How the hell did you get into that? Look at this guy.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'm I'm a pretty big deal, Al. I'm a pretty big deal. (laughs) No, uh, It was a local Franksville, Wisconsin. They needed some in-betweeners and storyboard artists. And I just stepped into it. I didn't know what I was doing, but I could draw. So, again, didn't ask for a diploma or anything. I learned (laughs) on the fly. They needed somebody who could just draw. And I learned how to animate. And then we started doing storyboard for Disney and some other companies. They farmed it out to smaller companies like us in the Midwest and wherever. Everything was fax machine and FedEx. Uh, No scanning and sending the files. It was old school. Everything was drawn by hand. It was a lot of fun, met some great people, but we got the big opportunity with Sonic the Hedgehog when it first came out, when when Steve Urkel was doing the voice back in the nineties. What? Yeah, yeah. So we were storyboarding that and the people at Sega really liked the way we were doing the animation, the storyboarding. And they, it
0: was dope animation. That's why.
1: Yeah. And they contacted Archie on our, my behalf and my partner, Art Mawinnie. Uh, and said we these guys are great, we want them doing the comic book as well, and Archie had just gotten mm. the licensing for the comic, so I was a uh, co artist inker on Sonic for starting at issue twelve all the way to about oh my God two- uh, that yeah. means that
0: my daughter would love, is probably very jealous right now she 's on the only for it because she is the hugest hugest oh. Sonic fan, and but, you know she 's had me hunt down kind of a lot of the key issues in that Sonic oh. run i 've
1: got them al, I got'. them. I'll hook you up. Okay. We'll Give me the list afterwards. But, okay. I got yeah. to
0: thought to What does she really want out of this? Because, yo, you don't understand her collection. <laughs> One of my boys, shout out to my boy Dodgy, sent her the OG Sega Master System uh, Sonic game in its original case.
1: I've never played the game. Isn't that terrible? No. You
0: never I, played it. Ah, at least, like, I, hey, man, this old man got that one uh, up on you then. At least I got, I, I did play <laughs> it. I suck, but I played it.
1: <laughs> I worked on the show. I did the comics. I've never played the game. That's amazing, bro. How did you feel me yeah.
0: those opportunities, bro? You mean that Your young self must have been like, what the fuck, bro? I'm doing Sonic.
1: At the time, we were like, is this even going to, is this going to take? I mean, uh, well, Sonic, wow. we didn't hear about it. We're like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's fun. All these other characters, Princess, Sally, Tails, yeah, it's fun. But is it going to, do we think it'll last? Ah, uh, we don't know. Yeah, it lasted and to this day, that's, I can mention I worked on this, that, and the other thing and my students will be like, oh, yeah. and then as soon as I say Sonic, What? Can you draw me a Sonic? You know,
0: so yeah, yeah that was the whole uh, thing. Yeah, my daughter's home run was she got to meet Ian Flynn. Oh, yeah, nice at, guy. At New York Comic Con yeah. some years ago. She was starstruck. I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen her like that. And he drew right. a cool Sonic image. And I, yo, for being a fan, because I could really see who you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I,
1: are you? I was before him, and then Ian took over. You know, they it's cyclical, and people. They'll have their runs, but Ian has done a f- phenomenal job on that comic book. So oh, yeah,
0: definitely. But but you you went off on your own now. You, you're kicking that. So yeah, so, I mean, so. I
1: I wanted to do my own thing more than other people's products or properties. I wanted to write, create my own characters and tell my own stories. That was important to me creatively. Otherwise, I get a little bored. I'll admit it. And and like animation was, it got tedious. It got just doing you know a wave cycle one.
0: Four, oh my gosh, that eight, must be seven,
1: how? Eight, <laughs> no,
0: you're really doing this just step by step on some paper, right?
1: It was it, it, it was brutal. Oh, I worked eight oh, hours man. today and I did ten seconds of animation. You know, that,
0: eight that, hours equals ten seconds. Right? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah.
1: Awesome. Oh my <laughs> god,
0: only another motherfucking two hours to go now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ, bro, I would die. That's not. You know what? I salute you, bro. You know what? Thank, thank you, you for your service. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> thank for Jesus you, thank Christ. You. That, that shit is crazy, bro. Yeah. I mean, yo, how I many seconds? 10 out of an eight hour a day. People probably think like, what the fuck? That, 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 it can't be, but yo, it is hard work. I've, I've seen it. I yeah. mean, cause you got to be detailed in every, the same, right. thing, well, that first second got to be that 10th second. It's got to be that same outline I can't imagine what you guys go through. Your, your poor hand probably be looking like the Jetsons in the future. You're all fucking cramped up. <laughs> guy, <bro>. He's <laughs> well, just in a pencil position yeah. the whole time. All right, I'll draw. Hey.
1: Yeah, and then you come in the next day, and it's, okay, now you're drawing a, a walk cycle, you know, or now you're drawing this cycle, and it's, uh, you know, by the end of the week. Well wow. You're like, oh, my God, I just get me – let me do some comic books where I can do panels, <laughs> panels, and so, it just a lot of right. stuff happens. So that was my first so – what first was that day one. like?
0: What was that day like when you said, I want to do comics, I'm going to go do comics, let me get away from this and, and do something I love? So, you know, what was that first idea and, and you know, what was that learning curve like? Because, again, being a reader, now you're doing animation, and now you're going to go do comics. Yeah. So, you know, what what's that learning curve like between all
1: that? Well, the, the process was exhilarating. I got to tell you, it was adrenaline high every day doing it. I mean, and when I was self-publishing, I mean, I did everything and then got the sent the artwork to the printer and then did the ads for Diamond Comics so they could solicit it, got the catalogs. And then when the book oh, you came. You got into Diamond quick. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. With the horse <laughs> yeah, it was just, I had to send in a copy of the actual comic, though, to okay. audition and get approved. And then, luckily, they thought it was what? a great idea. Oh, you
0: had to audition for a kind of? Yeah, so to speak. Okay. So to speak.
1: I mean, I was an unknown publisher in unknown quantity at that time. Wow. So I had to okay. print 10,000 copies of this book, Gee. take out a loan to oh. do it. It was a risk, but they accepted it. It sold Ooh. well. And Ooh. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go. So let's may go may I ask,
0: was that risk worth it at the end of the day? I mean, you know, yeah. did you make up what you what
1: you had to take out? Uh, I took about four or five years, but but it you, you it, la- it It was an investment, and it launched of the, the second series, the ongoing series, which then was always making a profit every issue oh, as I moved forward, and it chipped away at that first fifteen thousand dollar you know Woo! investment. Oh yeah. Home equity Whoa. loan, everything, but I was determined, and yeah, it paid off. And then Top Shelf fell in, and first look at them, and it just catapulted everything. Wow. So. You see, folks
0: sacrifice, you know, you believe in your joint. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, so you know, I, I, I you, you have a partner in life, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yep. So how did your partner feel about you taking such a big risk as a family? Hundred no. percent
1: in, hundred percent. Never. Oh, I love ground. it. He was in this day, yeah, thirty-two years later. Yo,
0: Mrs. K, you yeah. rock, right, baby. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely,
1: never wavered. Always supporting me, and, and, and she helps out with the books too. If she's helped me letter some issues and uh, do some. Background oh wow! Even
0: ah, yeah. uh, that's a beautiful thing, kiddo. How did you get so lucky, bro? But uh, what, yeah, what, what was the romance, say. bro? What was
1: the romance? Well, it took me about six months to wear her down. We met at a photo lab. <laughs> you were on the grind. No yeah, See, when you're determined <laughs> she already had a boyfriend, so I had to convince her that I was a better option. But it took a it took about six months to wear her down with just my wily charms and being nice. <laughs> She's about to run into the room like, hold on, I'll tell you the true story. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a stalker because we worked together. I was, okay, We just had to go. be together five days a week. So that was definitely uh, that helped.
0: It helped. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, a shout out to the message. It, it, it's beautiful when you have a, a like-minded partner that shares in your passion and you know, want to see you succeed. Yeah. It definitely helps and it shows in, in the work that you have done. Oh, so, yeah. you know, a uh, 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 kudos yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, both yeah, of yeah, you for hey that. Yay to yeah. Sandy. Yay to Sandy. Salute, Sandy. Wherever <laughs> for you, right? <laughs> Love it. All right, so let's talk about this farm system. Let me bring up this thing because I did a little PowerPoint because I got to show it off. I mean, look at this yes. whole concept here. Look at this beautiful cover. So uh, we're about to get into the couple of preview pages, but you just talk to me. What is farm system? How was this even born?
1: In addition to being a fan of comics and other pop culture, music movies i am a sports fan and my favorite has always been baseball i love it i love watching it i love playing it i still play softball to this day
0: don't get me upset man my yankees man
1: that's what blew it sorry hey i'm a milwaukee brewers fan so oh
0: big sorry for you don't (laughs) don't feel
1: too sorry for yourself yeah I, i was fascinated i saw ken burns documentary 20 years ago baseball that was just blew my mind about the system of baseball with with Branch Rickey, when he developed the minor league system for the Cardinals, and I thought the man was a genius. Branch Rickey was also the one who drafted Jackie Robinson. Oh, um, so I, a I man with a plan, yeah. <laughs> I was always uh, very inspired by those players that gave their all and everything to make their dream come come true, and a lot of them flourished, but many more just floundered in their farm system in the minor leagues and never got the call, the big call to the majors. Yeah. Um, so fast forward, 20 years later, I'm doing comics. I had just done Three Fingers and the King with Top Shelf. And, and uh, Chris Styros said, what do you want to do next? And I said, I got an idea called Farm System about a minor league system for superheroes where they're represented by agents. They have to do the training, the marketing, costume designing, <laughs> naming, Who's sensitivity. To go naming. Love this
0: shit? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, they do it all. and the focus though is not the successes it's more the failures these guys as you can tell by the cover you know they yeah, don't I mean, know, just they still in the dugout
0: man the yeah man he's right, still waiting on, on the bench man poor guy
1: yeah and how many supermans or thors are there out there and how many hundreds of these you know great at hand-to-hand combat good uh Leadership abilities, strong acrobatic guys are out there, like my main character, the gymnast. He's at the height of human capability without any real superpowers. But how many yeah. teams out there, like the Avengers or uh, the Defenders, yeah. need a guy like that? Really? Yeah. So they don't. Isn't fit that sad? I mean, but
0: that goes even in, in real life. Let's talk about yeah. like comic book creators. So many that go underappreciated for such a
1: huge you got amount it. of
0: time, right? You yeah, got but, it.
1: That's the next parallel. It yeah, relates to, and I think people out there when they read it are going to relate to it on their level. Or comic, yeah. I've met hundreds of comic book writers and artists that are mega talented, but they're like, why that guy and not me? What am I not doing right? Right? Everybody and I mean, super
0: fucking time. talented. I mean, yeah. I've been so many conventions. I've been blessed with meeting so many of these talented people. And it's like, how the fuck are you none of the big leagues? Right. You know, pun intended. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And that, I think I touch on that in this book. And I actually have one character who's a, a golden age uh, former hero who is now trying to keep making a living. And it's, you haven't gotten to that part yet. It's the, it's the chapter of the seventh inning stretch, which I think is a very powerful, um, yeah. powerful, I, I can't give it away, but it's, no, if, there no, was a, yeah. if there was a movie trailer for the movie, that chapter would be the one. Where it shows this, what's the end of the line? One of our characters, the end of the line, and how sad it
0: is. Oh God! So you're gonna get me the press in a little bit, all right? A little I bit. A little this. bit. When we, uh, when we finish this, I gotta finish the book. it I'm like in it. I love it. It's, look, look at folks. Look at this one page over here. Look at, look at that verbiage. feels so old school panel usage, yeah. but the conversation is there. You're like, what the hell? And this guy kind of looks familiar. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. huh? What's yeah, going yeah. on here?
1: There's a lot of of comedy in there. That's my thing. I I do a lot of humor, sometimes dark humor. But in this one, there is absolutely humor. And my main character is short in stature, surly, grumpy, growly. His haircut resembles a very popular hero out there. And my farm system and my heroes and characters exist in our world. So Superman's out there, Thor's out there, Spider-Man's out there. Uh, I can't always draw them or use them for legal purposes, but I make it but. known that these guys exist in that same world. So this guy's mistaken for a very popular character quite often much to, his, it irks him to no end, but uh, the, the the comparisons are made, the mistaken identity is made and that, that plays into the story as well. And my agent there, the lead agent is a kind of, you know, he's a typical lawyer agent whose dues will do anything to make money. So he misleads oh, people. Oh, scumbag. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little, a little bit. skeevy, a little skeevy. But overall, he has his client's best uh, intentions. You know, he's there for them. He wants to get them the best deal because let's face it, if you're a superhero out there, not everybody's Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark who has billions of dollars. These guys need to get paid if they're going to be risking their lives on a day-to-day basis. So he's yeah. out for their best interest, but his as well. And if uh, he can use mistaken identities or whatever misconceptions to his advantage to get a deal, oh yeah, but what? Well, he'll, he'll do it. He'll do
0: it. He's definitely something He's a New Yorker. Because <laughs> 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 see, right here, there's a whole skeevy shit. All his questions, you know, the poor guy here is just trying to just prove himself. And, right. and this is why I love that second panel because it's just that momentary stare, like, oh god. All right. Yeah. So let me, let me let me tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. that's what i know about that panel right there. It just says, all right this is the time let me tell you what you want to hear so i can get fucking some work <laughs> love yeah, it
1: that, that was his interview to get into the minor leagues and, and then
0: passed. and then this is what i love because again it shows that you are a fan of baseball and you know the analogy of baseball chapters are entitled like here it goes top of the first baby let's yeah. go
1: yeah, I thought that was more interesting. If I'm making right away page one, I introduce what a farm system is. I, I talk a little bit about the history of Branch Ricky and, uh, you know, an agent, an agent that used to be in baseball decided, hey, they'd be pretty smart to do this for superheroes. So that's when he shifted and opened his own company. So the outline is made, the, the parallel, the comparison is made, the template. And then I thought, ah, yeah, let's carry it into the book. And instead of chapter one, chapter two, we're going to go top of the first. Second inning, third inning, seventh inning stretch, and then game over, and then extra Ooh. innings. You know, oh, so my shit. chapters are all after like you know, yeah, baseball innings to just a little more fun, a little more uh, interesting.
0: I love it. I mean, but 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 talk about this comeback over here. Look at this guy. Does <laughs> his mouth even look skeevy? Like, oh, yeah. he's he in the scene without words. You can tell he's talking shit.
1: Yeah, Alex uh, Ellison <laughs> is the lead agent, and like I said, he'll do what it takes to get a deal done, Yo, just, like, just like sports agents. Yeah, you do scared me.
0: There was a certain panel where he's kind of standing in front of his desk, and, mm-hmm. and it's the view of him, and his hairstyle it looks very devilish.
1: Thank you. Uh, you're <laughs> perceptive. You're perceptive. Oh, you're picking up on all me. the cues.
0: Yeah,
1: man. This is, you know, sometimes I try to write things and not hit people over the head, too, and I hope they're perceptive like you are. And just pick up these little cues and hints and drop these little things in there that hopefully people make that.
0: Yeah, because that's what makes me call him a scumbag. I see yeah. these horns. I said, all right, this motherfucker up to no good. Right, <laughs> right. And I mean, even in that contract talk in, in the previous page, like, what was it over here? You're talking about 10% this, but if you get this, is another 50%. So overall, you're taking 25, homie. Do the math. And then i like doing it. And it's probably going it to even be more. Thinking right. about yeah, the stipend and all this. I go, Folks, you got to read this. This is so dope. And he, this is what you got to do. I need you to visit Richard's website right here. It's also the below, so you can click away. Yeah. Follow him on Facebook. You got to stay tuned. Dude, for real, guys, this, this is great. So his form system is top shelf at EW. Amazing, yo. I mean, when does the book drop or is it out already?
1: Uh, I've got copies in my hand, but it doesn't hit stores, the shelves until November 8th. And November
0: um, it, 8th. Yeah. Just in time. Folks, you better go to the LCS and say that you want farm system. Yeah. For real. Order that baby. Right now. Yeah. I'll add the diamond code if I, if I have to below later. Mm-hmm. So that way you guys will go. You say, here's the code. Make it easy for you. This is what I need <laughs> in my life. Just I think Rand,
1: Random House is my distributor now through for I oh, right. Random House Random House Penguin or Penguin Random House. I'm sorry. That's the new Oh distributor. yeah, they're kind
0: of the game. Yeah, there's some finally we have different distributors. So if right. that's the code I gotta get, if that's how they work, I'll get that code too. Because at the end of the day, it's wonderful to have all these different options, different distributors, to make sure that wonderful books like yours just get out there to the LCS is in on the hand. Of readers, yeah. All right. Yeah, so what's popping? So what's going to happen with this, you know So once this becomes a mega hit, which I know, and and, and I saw that you drew it in the style of animation. So I yeah. always like to kind of ask, like, if you had a choice, if you could do this, the movie or animation? It kind of looks like you would love to steer more on an animated route if you could do this. So um,
1: we, you know, with the success now of of Invincible, the animated series, which is a little more gritty than one would expect, uh, that's an outlet that I wouldn't mind, absolutely not. Oof. But but uh live action, you know, watch many type of the HBO mini series or something would be cool. Hey, whatever. I'm game. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Let's make it
1: let's manifest.
0: All right. And if you're gonna <laughs> if if, if you the Puerto Rican ball player, I'll be there, you know, in his prime <laughs> with the gray beard.
1: We'll you get know, you in there.
0: Trying to get that Daniel. hit.
1: Yes. Trying to get that hit,
0: you know, as a hero. and then, you know, the grind just does what he does. That grind character is funny, bro.
1: Thank For you. Real. He is funny. I love that. I had that a character. trip when
0: he was, you know, he's I don't convince anybody because I'm just annoying. And he just keep going. I just keep going. Yeah. And like I grind.
1: And, and I never that was up. That,
0: Yeah, and that line and then how how someone just said Just meet me here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I started dying. I said, Oh, oh. shit,
0: bro. Do I have to be that persistent? God damn. Yeah. I, I have no game, so I, I'm going to have to learn from the grind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never give up. Never give in. Grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: For real fun. I got to you man, because Rich is a wonderful guest with a wonderful book. You guys have no idea, yo. So I want to do three things. First is thank you. Thank you from a fan to a creator. Thank you for being brave and bold enough to put your stuff out there and share you know your creativity with us thank you so much thank you too. know you have thoroughly entertained me thus far i can't wait to finish reading the book but just thank you so much bro for just sharing that with us you know it, it takes a very brave soul to do that so i appreciate that and i hope others do too
1: oh, All i right? appreciate you thank you very much
0: um second are you can we see you at any conventions and get some signed copies of these bad boys and your other stuff
1: yeah. In addition to the big ones coming up in the summer, I will be hitting a lot of small shows. I'm doing a show in Madison, Wisconsin in a couple of weeks, November 5th and 6th, the QuadCon. What show is that? Nice. QuadCon. And then QuadCon has me at one of their Iowa shows. I'm doing the Iowa Minicon on November 12th weekend. Okay. And then Peoria. There's There's a few more coming up, but... In 2023, I'll be hitting all of them, like SPX, the Small Press Expo, Ooh. Uh, Moca, the Toronto Comic Con, and San Diego, New York, and the. Hey, Chicago, the I'm Chicago. in New yeah. York. Yeah. yeah, I'm in yeah. New
0: York. So great! You come down yeah. here, Rich, a beer on me. Yeah, we 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 chill at the booth for a minute while I interview you in person. We, when you do Farm System Volume Two, by then. Or three. It's,
1: it's in the works. It's on so the it's about, See, that's what I. Hey, that's what I want to
0: know. That's what I want to know. That's the last one here. Uh, actually, two more things. So, what's next for Farm system after this volume uh, comes out? It is a graphic novel, over a hundred pages, a wonderful read, folks. Again, and, and it's some self porn. So, yeah. what what's after that? I'm going to delve
1: into some more of the ugly sides of sports and and hero parallels, like uh, getting into performance-enhancing drugs. Well, for superheroes, it goes very sideways, uh, and how they sweep that under the rug. A little bit of politics, but I'm not a political person, so when I say this, it won't offend anybody. It won't offend anybody. Believe
0: Superhero you. politics. There a little go. bit, a little
1: bit, yeah. Um, but it's always going to parallel real life, what people go through, okay. i.e. baseball players and uh, and superheroes and guys like you and me just trying to get by in the world and get a good job and make the, make some money yeah. for our families.
0: Not be the enemies of the world that they try yeah. to classify us. <laughs> yeah,
1: wonderful. exactly, exactly. Yeah, here's a big pivotal scene where uh, one of my Ooh. main characters... Takes on somebody. Exclusive. The-
0: oh my God, folks! Hold on. Let me put that a little bit bigger. Look. Oh my God. Yo, yeah, look this, at that shit. This
1: guy's look. in the middle of a roid rage. So, Whoa. So yeah,
0: it's gonna ha- we're gonna
1: have fun with Peds.
0: Dude, look how beautiful that looks, yeah. bro. I think I need you to do a commission for me. One of my wonderful. Absolutely. Crus- look at my Crusaders right there. Those characters on the shirt. That's them. I need, <laughs> nice one. Shirt. I need one. Thank you. Thank you. You can get this on a uh, uh, on a uh, Teespring, folks. All right, on YouTube, you just click below. <laughs> I'm gonna get um, mine large. Yeah, there you go, there you go. So again, I need you guys to follow Rich at richkoslowski.com. Um, please tell me I'm saying your name right.
1: Yeah, Rich Kozlowski, you nailed it. Yeah, and if yeah. they order a book through the website, I do sketches inside.
0: Ooh, that. look at that! Yeah, one day uh, the great artist uh, Jose Pierre bought a, a graphic novel for him at a con. We were chit-chatting. He was only supposed to draw one person. He wound up drawing the whole team by accident because we were just conversing. He just kept like, yeah, 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 yeah. Kept drawing like an auto, like a like a robot. <laughs> I was like, he goes, oh shit, I drew them all. Don't worry, just take it. Like, oh, oh man, thank you. We liked
1: matters. you? You're likable.
0: Yeah, well, listen, but we celebrate comics. We we, we love what you do. This yeah. is what it is. This is about spreading this love and energy. It ain't about me. It ain't about Comic Crew. It's about creators like you, Rich, you know, when you're creating these amazing, amazing comic books for us to, to get the fuck away from the real world, yeah. even for a little bit of time. Best but it hobby. helps us. Yeah, dude, it is the best hobby. Because let me tell you, as I'm reading this, I, I was feeling so great. I forgot about everything. I, I'm just caring about what these people are up to in the book. What's popping? I'm like, so it really, I, I really appreciate that you take me away from the real world, bro. That's cool thank, go, you. Bro. thank you. Thank you. Job well appreciate done. It. And lastly, what type of advice would you give to any up and coming creators trying to step into the game today?
1: Yeah. Never give up, never give in. That's the same thing. And don't get discouraged if you send something into an editor and you don't hear back from them. That's not always that they don't like you or whatever. These guys are bombarded with thousands and thousands of requests. So don't, I know artists tend to have thin skin. I do myself sometimes, but that is not a rejection these days. Not getting back to you. It's not a rejection. So don't give up. Don't give in and go out there and meet guys like me and ask us questions. I love talking to people at the shows. So, yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions.
0: True. Ask away. Because I I see it myself when creators like Rich Art, there are at a booth. Somebody just comes up to them and they spread the love and the knowledge. You know, Tom Booty once told me at the end of the day, 1% actually take that advice. So go ahead and share away. You know what I mean? It's only going to be a very limited few that will actually have a real takeaway from that and do something with it.
1: Yeah, that's about. You know? that sounds about right. Yeah.
0: yeah, isn't that crazy? So with that, thank you so much again. Rich, God bless you. Keep All doing right. what you do. You have a fan in me and ah. comic crew. Don't you worry. And with Likewise. that, folks, you know what to do. Auto tells you everything you gotta do, but with that, please make sure that you check out the rest of my extended family, like No Price Podcast, The front of Crusade, Outside the Panels, Sloppy Spoilers, Cinema Crusaders, etc., etc. My team is amazing. God bless everybody. Do your thing. Hasta la proxima. wepa Thank you for listening to the Karma Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit commoncrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.